I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that proves there's more than one way to make history. I'm Gabe Blousier, and today we're looking at the innovation that transformed home milk delivery from a sketchy side hustle into a well-oiled machine of modern convenience. The day was January 11, 1878. The New York Dairy Company delivered milk in glass bottles for what's believed to be the first time. The claim was made by the head of the company, Alexander Campbell, who announced the news before the New York State Senate. Delivering milk in glass bottles may not seem very newsworthy, but it was a major upgrade to what was, at the time, a vital community service. Prior to the Industrial Revolution, there was little need for home milk delivery in the United States. Most families owned their own cow, or at least a goat, so fresh milk was never more than a few steps away. However, as the country began to urbanize, many people no longer had the space for a family cow. This led to the commercialization of dairy farms, especially in New England, where busy families were able to source fresh milk straight from their local farmer. At first, customers had to visit the farm themselves to get their milk, but in 1785, the first home milk delivery service was offered in Vermont. It worked a bit differently before the advent of glass bottles, though. In those days, customers in the market for fresh milk had to supply their own containers. A milkman would drive a horse-drawn cart door-to-door, and families would bring out buckets, pitchers, jars, or whatever else they had handy. Then the milkman would fill up the containers by pouring or ladling out milk from a big metal barrel. As you might imagine, it wasn't the most sanitary method of delivering milk. Dust, dirt, and other airborne debris routinely fell into the open containers and was then passed along to unsuspecting customers. 
In fact, Dr. Henry Thatcher is said to have patented one of the first designs for glass milk bottles after observing milkmen ladling milk from an open bucket into which a child's rag doll had accidentally fallen. The introduction of glass milk bottles in 1878 not only streamlined the delivery process, it made it much more hygienic as well. Every bottle was sterilized after each use, and while the earliest bottles were delivered uncovered, companies soon began sealing them with waxed paper discs. The New York Dairy Company is typically credited with having the first factory to mass-produce glass bottles for milk distribution. However, some historians point out that those were likely general-purpose bottles and weren't specifically designed with milk in mind. If you want to split hairs like that, the first purpose-made milk bottle, known as the Lester Milk Jar, was patented that same year in 1878, but wasn't actually used for deliveries until a year later. From that perspective, the New York Dairy Company was the first to deliver bottles of milk, but not milk bottles. In any case, the use of glass bottles gradually became the method of choice for milk delivery. There was some initial concern about the expense of breakage, but it turned out to be a non-issue. One study later found that the average milk bottle made 22 and a half trips in the early 1900s before it got broken, lost, or stolen. That was long enough to justify the cost of the model in most cases, but even if it was a loss, the ease of delivery afforded by bottles more than made up for it. Bottles also acted as a standard unit for milk delivery making it easier than ever for dairies to keep track of their sales. Instead of trying to calculate the volume of each customer's container, milkmen just counted the number of bottles they sold. As the system gained acceptance, other dairies began coming up with their own designs for milk bottles and for how to properly seal them. Some bottles were equipped with wooden stoppers attached to wire loops, while others opted for caps that were made from cardboard or metal and stamped with the name of the dairy. The design of milk bottles continued to vary, but the use of them became universal. By the early 20th century, some American cities even had laws requiring that milk be delivered in glass bottles. That's because homes still didn't have refrigeration at the time, and since milk was perishable, delivering it daily in sealed glass bottles was the best way to ensure it didn't spoil before reaching the customer. Families had to place their orders at least one day in advance, but they no longer had to be home to accept the delivery. Some customers kept an insulated milk box on their front porch, while others had double-sided cubbies built directly into the side of their house. In that case, the milkman would open the cubby's exterior door, replace the empty bottles with new ones, collect the payment left for him, and be on his way. The family could then open a second door on the inside of the house and remove the chilled milk at their leisure. In the early 1900s, most milk was still transported on a cart, though how the cart was pulled along varied. Sometimes it was pulled by a horse or even a large dog, and other times it was pulled by the milkman himself. The rise of the automobile put a stop to that, though keeping the milk cold remained a struggle until refrigerated delivery trucks hit the scene in the late 1930s. However, by that point, most American homes had a refrigerator as well. The appliance severely reduced the need for daily milk delivery, as customers could now keep it cold long-term on their own. Home refrigeration marked the beginning of the end for the milkman profession, 
But the real nail in the coffin was the advent of the supermarket and the steady rise in car ownership that came with it. By the 1950s, convenience had become the ultimate selling point for American consumers. If a family needed milk, why wait around for the milkman when you could just jump in your car and get some from the store right away? In most cases, that was simply the faster and cheaper option. Convenience and cost-saving were also the reasons why glass milk bottles eventually gave way to plastic jugs and wax paper cartons. Single-use containers were just as easy to keep sterile, but didn't require the extra time and expense of returning them to the bottling plant to be washed and re-sterilized. By the early 1960s, most of the milk in the U.S. was packaged in paper cartons instead of glass bottles, and you had to go to the store yourself to buy it. From that point on, home milk delivery became an increasingly nostalgic concept, a symbol of a quaint and largely imaginary era where squeaky-clean milkmen in white caps and black bow ties whistled as they made their rounds. That said, in recent years, some dairies have resumed home milk delivery in rural areas, and they even drop it off in old-fashioned glass bottles. That's obviously not an option for everyone, and there's plenty of people who wouldn't want to drink milk in the first place. In that case, having some oat milk delivered through Instacart might be the closest you can get to replicating the milkman experience. It's not quite as whimsical, but in some ways, it's a lot less weird. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. You can learn even more about history by following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, feel free to send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thanks to you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. 
plus at these prices? You're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.